a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Well, not so long ago. In fact, it's now. And this is filmed live in front of a YouTube audience. And even though we wish we were Jedis, we're actually just a bunch of nerds with some webcams and microphones. Every week, you get to witness the shenanigans of Chris. You guys are fucking nuts. Get in my belly. Oh, I love how we keep talking about penises today. <laughs> ATGN, bringing people together on the internet since 2012. We have talked a lot about erections today. Okay. For some reason, Chris is going to leave on his webcam one day. We'll look over, and there he is going to be having some man-time fun with a log of bacon. <laughs> there are balls stuck to the roof of my mouth right now. I never wear pants. Your face is a gratuitous bikini shot. Oh my. And the Adahai. I can't wait to pound that dick. Question, the question is, Chris, do you want that bacon inside of you? It's always fun to beat up hookers with a giant purple dildo. I can swing my sword, 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 my diamond sword. <laughs> As they are joined each week with a guest host. I'm, I'm happy. Raging erection. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard episode to masturbate to. <laughs> we can forget swords. Yeah, MMOs are like a lifestyle. Whether you're going up against the uh, the armies of the English cavalry or you're playing a board game with your girlfriend, a raging erection will definitely throw someone off their game. Making the supergroup known as all things good and nerdy. Welcome to our madness. Hey, oh, the, there we go. We're live. Yay! That was only Yay. very painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we're only 15 minutes late. You know, I'm the best at what I fucking do. Exactly, it's all it's all good. Hi, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, post posted live on August 25th, 2013. I don't know what number we are at, and thank you, Adahe, for running over my intro as I do for Chris every fucking week. Uh, As you can see, Chris isn't here, which means we. Which means I broke everything, and uh, if you have if you tuning in live, you would notice that uh, live redirect doesn't work anymore. Yeah, that's awesome, right? Right. All right. Uh, joining us this week, we have our normal guest host uh, or normal guest host. You're a guest host now. I did this last time. Chris isn't here too. Uh, Adahe. Uh, well, I, whose she's dog I slept gives through us last his week's input. episode. I guess I am a guest. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sleep. It's cool. It's cool as long as long as you sleep. It's it's good. Uh, we also have two guest hosts for the price of one, right? Whatever. Um, uh, sure. Uh, which one of you wants to be the Chris replacement? I think Nate. I think Nate would be the Chris replacement. Keeping with the uh, the bald theme, with the, with the with hair that, thing, sure, that's, that's the hair fair. thing. So we're gonna we're gonna say Nate is the new Chris. I like it. Uh, Nate, would you like to self plug anything? Uh, I don't have much self self plug. I'm just an average internet denizen who happens to enjoy games and volunteering at conventions and generally just being a nerd. So. 
Nade is an enforcer. Like I am. Jim, who you are now about to meet. Our second guest host is Mr. Jim Brooks. Jim, anything you would like to plug or self-promote? Uh, I have a Twitter that I like. It's Nerd Sherpa. That's that's pretty much it. I got nothing. Yay, <laughs> self-promotion. <laughs> We're the best at this game. <laughs> Uh, back in the chat room, uh, Anthony has said, it's all good, it's all knocky. Grab your bacon and drop your pants, which is about the right for our theme of all things good and nerdy. The only thing that's missing there is the dick butt chance. Um, if you are brand new and tuning in, we are not family friendly. I think I've actually called children Little Hitler before on the show. It's pleasant. <laughs> I was quoting Donald um, Donald Glover, to be fair, but I'm just saying. I also have guest hosted on porn podcasts, so, yeah, that's a thing. You want to get into our news of the week? Yay! News team, assemble! Live from the ATGN studios on, uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. I like news. News is great. Uh, I'm gonna make Adahe go first, so he can show the new guys how to do this. Adahe, oh. it's all you. <laughs> like I know how to do anything. I'm just here because I'm beautiful. Um, you are beautiful. You need a princess tiara. I do. That'd be awesome. I could. I don't know where the fancy hat is from a long time ago. You always go get that. Um. Anyways, my my news is sad and depressing. I guess for some people. Um, another online world is being shut down, and a lot of people are having issues with this one because they use it to spend time with their family, actually. Uh, some of the people that were mentioned in the article lived, like, across country due to divorce and whatnot, and they they played uh, Toontown, if anyone's familiar with that, with their sons and whatnot. And Disney is shutting that down at the end of next month, I believe. Um, one of, like, I think the fourth or fifth MMO world to be shut down the last year. It's been up and running for over 10 years. Yeah, and it's sad. I was going to say, I remember Toontown. I, I, uh, I can't say Toontown. Ever. Well, I remember it exists, but yeah, I never touched it. Uh, I can't say that I ever used it to talk to family members. But it's, okay, you're not truly old unless you remember the days of uh, imagination. Imagination. Never heard of it. Make me a terrible person if I say, oh, when our MMO got shut down. It's not like we can't just use Google Hangouts. It's true. Um, but or Skype. To be honest, like, how many 10-year-olds can you get to set still on Skype or Google Hangouts? Right. Uh, I don't like 10-year-olds anyway. Yes, me either. So fuck those guys. <laughs> I, I wouldn't necessarily uh, recommend saying fuck those guys about 10 year olds on the internet <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's not advocate that that seems like a bad idea I don't yeah. know so but basically yeah. that's how uh, news of the weeks works but well, we could just make something up we, no one will know that's true uh, for a long time, these guys had me believing that Ryan Reynolds was going to be the new Batman. <laughs> Speaking of which, don't we have some news of the week about that, Naki? We do have news of the week about that. Guys, 
in case you didn't see all of the internet explosion the about it, Ben Affleck is the new Batman. Irma Affleck. God, yeah. that that moniker just fuck. I, that my whole brain just explodes. <laughs> like it, it's like I almost want to just deny him access to it out of spite just for that. Yeah, it's it's the worst thing, and people just keep using it like it's clever. <laughs> it's not. They know it's not, and they keep using it. It's like why, why, why do you do this? Because of people like you what is that, that we're seeing? are like, this is so dumb. I'm going to keep doing this because we know that it's so you need dumb. to like say something so this actually pops up on the screen for everybody yeah. else. It's a, a, a meme, a picture I found last night with uh, Christian Bale. And then and, it's, and he's laughing. And, it's like, and then they said, we don't need you. We'll get Ben Affleck. <laughs> that's, that's good. There's one with George Clooney on the phone, and I can't find it. That says, uh, don't let him put nipples on the suit. <laughs> George Clooney's no I longer mean, the most hated Batman. Well, here's the thing is I don't I don't care that it's Ben Affleck. Like, I thought it was weird that they cast somebody who's forty one years old because by the time Justice League rolls around he'll be closer to fifty. And which we're still going to wonder with the Justice League movie if it's going to be Superman, Batman, and Friends, or if it's actually going to be a Justice League movie. And Do you really think Warner Brothers problem... is going to get their shit together and put out a Justice League movie? <laughs> one more no. to share because this one's awesome. That one's that one's pretty good. <laughs> Warner Brothers can't figure out how to make a Wonder Woman movie. How are they going to figure out how to make a movie that also has Wonder Woman and like six other superheroes? Uh, Aquaman. <laughs> I want to see them do a fucking Aquaman movie off of the current comic because the current Aquaman is pretty badass. But um, the 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 they thing that I have the biggest Green Lantern with, movie worth watching. Hey hey hey! Check done. out that uh that sweet poster I got going in the background. Yeah, uh, check out that that's, shit. <laughs> that's 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 pretty sweet. I just wanted Ryan Reynolds on my wall. Anyways, um, my biggest problem isn't with Ben Affleck. It's fucking Zack Snyder. I can't stand him. Oh, well, then you'll love Batman's new backstory where everyone in his family was raped a thousand times. Oh, Christ. Because that's Zack Snyder. But he's edgy, remember? Yeah, yeah, super edgy. The question I have to ask about the Ben Affleck Batman is, you know, the, one of the biggest fans of Batman is uh, Kevin Smith, and he's also a huge friend of Ben Affleck. Do you think Kevin Smith is being nice to Ben Affleck and supporting him only because he's his friend, or do you think he really actually likes the idea? Uh, <laughs> is that not on, on Twitter already? I don't know. I, I don't follow him. I think it's the fat man on Batman thing. Like, I think he's going to be super excited because now his friend is 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 Batman, and he can just be like, throw him on Fat Man on Batman, millions of hits, it'll happen. I don't know. Yeah, I think he basically. could totally bank off of it. I just can't stand. I don't think I've ever liked a movie with Ben Affleck in it. See, I can't Ar- say that. Argo, Have you Argo, seen Argo? Was- Argo is really good. I did not. I did not see Argo. See, if you think of it. When Ben Affleck is a movie star, so I'm saying shit like uh, Geely and Jersey Girl and uh, uh, fucking 
even uh, even Daredevil, he doesn't make a good movie. Even though I don't blame Daredevil on Ben Affleck, I blame Daredevil on a shitty fucking script. But right. I will say this for Daredevil, Bullseye. Oh, come on. Colin Farrell was great. <laughs> Colin Farrell's um, a genius. My <laughs> wife did make a good statement. She yelled in from the bedroom, um, Dogma had Ben Affleck in it, and that movie was awesome. Dogma? He was in Mallrats? You know, when Ben Affleck isn't being a movie star, he's great. <laughs> you know, the town is the town was really good. Uh, Argo was really good. The town is not a good movie. I, I like the I like the town. I'm not a fan of the town. It's you every like Boston movie. Perfect. You it's like Pitch Perfect. Every Boston movie. It's fuck, dude. It's every Boston movie. It's exactly the same. It's the town. <laughs> it's, it's every every single Boston. Movie. Uh, in in the chat room, uh, Anthony has posted something. It's a really oh, yeah, long Google. There is. What? I'm in if the you chat go, room. Really in the wrong one. If you go to allthingsgoodandnerdy.com/slash/watchlive. What? Uh, oh, he posted. Thing. He posted the uh, picture of the uh, meanwhile over at Marvel picture. Aha. Uh-huh. That I had. Or just go to allthingsgoodandnerdy.com, and then at the top it says watch live. Yeah, you can do that, too. Uh, there's, there's also also all the jokes uh, with, uh, is Matt Damon going to be Robin? Oh, uh, that's what happened. Oh, God, that guy overplayed within the first five minutes of that yeah. announcement. Or the, the one I kept asking around, but people people just kind of brushed me off, is uh, Jennifer Garner to be the new Catwoman. God, no. Can we... Because her Electra was a great fucking idea. I just... Like I said, my problem doesn't lie with Ben Affleck. My problem lies with Zack Snyder and everything's going to be rape. Like, is Bruce Wayne's mother going to be raped now? Is that actually going to be a thing that happens? Raped and then killed and raped again. Yeah. That's going to be a thing that happens. I, but that makes, for, like it. that makes for compelling characters. Really, oh, rape so makes for compelling characters. Well, you you heard this argument, right? What 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 the fuck's his name? The guy who did Kick Ass. Uh, Mark Millar. Yeah, this is like the core of his argument: is that like rape means that they can show that these guys are really the bad guys, and that you should hate them, and that in that way, like you get the most the most depth out of the the character development. Yeah, but it just makes me hate the guy making it more than the the bad guy in it. Well, I'm saying yeah, it's like it's it's a bullshit argument, but that's yeah. you know yeah. My my face is sarcasm. Yeah, he's he's like hi, I'm a men's rights activist, basically. Yeah. Fedora's ready. <laughs> Actually, the, the the sad thing is, I love fedoras. I rock a fedora, but now I can't wear a fedora. Assholes. Yeah, no, that's, that's been ruined. Fedoras yeah. are ruined forever. It's true. Uh, in the chat room, Anthony has said Matt Damon as the Riddler, so Batman can say my boy Riddler is wicked smart. I don't have a Boston accent. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> oh, that's probably what this I, uh, this tweet I just saw is. I've been trying to figure out this whole. It's like Ben Affleck is not the Dark Knight. Gotham once, he's the doc. I can't do it. It's going to leave this whole fucking <laughs> town in his rear view. 
Man, I've, I've been looking at this for like five minutes trying to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Bostonese. Uh, Newfoundland still has the worst accent. I'm sorry, I can't understand Newfies, and I feel really bad when they talk to me. Newfies? If, you, if you've never listened to Newfie. They actually what? really hate being called Newfies. Really? Because yeah. that's how they're introduced to me. Like, they introduce themselves to me as a Newfie. I'm like, oh, okay, really? whatever. Wow, like, everyone yeah. I've ever talked to, says, like, they absolutely hate the term. Maybe that's just my really? subjective that's... friend circle. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that goes either way. But, uh, okay, so, Newfoundland, I can't understand your accent. I'm really sorry. I've really tried. <laughs> I've tried so hard. I've even watched, like, the stupid YouTube videos as to, to how to, like, take apart their dialect, and I'm, like, sitting there, like, I can't, I can't do it. I don't, I don't know yeah, why. I can't I can understand cities in Iceland. Like. Try to don't they have a lot of... City out in, in, in Iceland? It's, like, Rejivekavaka. I'm serious. They're, like, 13, me- <laughs> 13 miles long with no vowels. Have wise, though. They do have uh, wise. Frylock said in the chat room, my boy, the Riddler, is wicked smart. <laughs> Did that work? Did that come across as Boston? You know, there, there are, are apparently... Uh, wicked. Is the, the important part there is the T on the end of, of, of wicked. wicked. The T doesn't exist. Your Boston, Boston doesn't, accent Boston doesn't is as close to being Boston as it is to being a leprechaun. <laughs> it could be either one of those two. <laughs> and now I'm thinking of all my Boston friends as leprechauns, and it's kind of great. <laughs> I know a lot of people from Boston, and none of them have Boston accents, because stupid people have Boston accents. I was going to say... Uh, one of one of my really close friends is from Boston, and he doesn't have the accent. So, I I'm not even like around him enough to be to like try and to get the accent. <laughs> See, my my dream Riddler. <laughs> it's so badly shot, and yet it's beautiful. <laughs> wow, that is fantastic. <laughs> Uh, if you're if you're listening to the audio podcast, uh, I believe Jim is referencing here the Gotham Uprising yes. picture of uh, Neil Patrick Harris being the no. Riddler, which I'd actually be no, no. totally we, okay with. The that Ada he has of Ben Affleck oh. in the old Adam West Batman costume, or Ben Affleck's head shopped oh. on the old oh, Adam damn, West wow. Batman, <laughs> and Matt Damon shopped on to the the old Robin. It oh, is actually, probably actually that... the best thing. That uh, Neil Patrick Harris Riddler is actually pretty sweet. I can it is. I'd be totally yeah. okay with I would Neil Patrick totally Harris dig Riddler. NPH as, as the Riddler. I'd be okay with this. Yeah. And he's got villain experience. <laughs> Anthony has said in the chat room, Riddler, suit up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh. All right. So, what are what are our, what are what are the final thoughts on Ben Affleck being Batman? Awful. I've tried as best I can to withhold my judgment until I see it, but I can't help but say this is going to be fucking awful. 
I, I think that Ben Affleck. Awful. I think Ben Affleck is probably going to be the best thing about the movie, and the movie is going to be terrible, like unwatchably terrible. But Ben Affleck will be great. I haven't yeah. seen even. I haven't even seen Man of Steel yet, so I can't even tell you. Yeah, what I mean, the the trick is that Ben Affleck, like, if you look at the history of his movies, a lot of them come down to how flat his character is in the writing, more so than his own like ability to act. I think. Um. So, he, like, if for this, if this is going to be a Zack Snyder movie, it's. I can't imagine it actually turning out particularly well, he, him getting a very good reception for it, because it's just going to be an obnoxious, you know, spin on Batman in a Zack Snyder style. So, if you haven't seen Man of Steel yet, basically imagine a terrible alien invasion movie where the hero does not care about human life. Right. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. That's pretty much what Men of Steel is. It's not a Superman movie. It has no superheroes in it. It's just got an alien invasion and a billion people die in Metropolis. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And three people are very important. Those three people can't die. They had to focus on them way too much. It was awful. It was not a good movie. Collateral damage dot movie. Yeah, it's... Uh... Playing in the background, so is that a better comic book movie? What did you say? I have Dread playing in the background right now, so is that a better comic book movie? Oh, uh, Dread's a great get... movie, like, straight up. It's, that's a fan. Why didn't they get that guy to play Batman? He has an awesome jawline. Carl Urban? That's all that matters is the jawline. <laughs> I, I don't know, Christian Bale, Christian Bale gave you a really good voice. It's true. The amazing thing about uh, Dread is that at no time in the movie does Carl Urban take off the helmet, or do you see his face above his upper lip? All, the entire movie is, is his jaw. It's so that he didn't have Spider-Man syndrome where he keeps taking off the mask? No, the entire movie he's got that mask on. Like, it's, it's Which beautiful. is... I, I actually watched this for the first time the other night, and I really enjoyed this, which is why it's on again right now. Like, and I'm, uh, I am disgusted by humanity that that, that movie did not make a billion dollars, because it's fantastic. I think it was because it, I didn't even know when it came out. Like, I knew that it came out, and then by the time I was like, oh, I'm going to go see it, it's like, oh, it's already out of theaters. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. All right, crickets. Crickets. <laughs> yeah, it did seem to disappear pretty quickly. You don't have, like, a dollar theater that gets stuff, like, a month behind the, the release schedule? We nope. we do. We have the Tivoli Theater um, that's $1.75, but, like, it's... The the way that they get their movies is kind of weird because right now they have Despicable Me too, but like last week they had Charlie Chaplin, so like it's whatever the the distributor decides to send them. Weird. Um, Anthony has said in the chat room, Carl Urban was my choice if they went with an older Batman. Dread was epic, and uh, I I think a lot of people agree is that like Carl Urban is pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I liked him in Lord great of the Rings. In any movie. I just it makes me upset that he was in Doom. He was in Doom? Yeah. The Doom with the Rock? Yeah. Oh, Even the Rock would save that movie. Yeah, it was a bad movie. And yeah. But the Rock like, was awesome. Like even other bad oh, movies with rock, Carl man. Urban in them, he makes them better. But he could not save Doom. I actually have that on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's because it has the rock in it, though. And his man crush on the rock is is legendary. Like, completely legendary. <laughs> ATGN got pain and gain made, and we don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's let's switch up our news of the week. We could always come back. Uh Nate, you have some news of the week. I did. So there's this game that's that's pretty cool. Perhaps you've heard of it called Magic the Gathering. Maybe. I might have a tattoo dedicated. Right. So Maybe. it's a pretty fun card game. Uh if you're not familiar with it, I I recommend checking it out at least once at some point because it, it is you know, even if you just play it like occasionally with your friends or whatever, you know, it's 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 a lot of fun. Anyway, this game has been out for 20 years now. It just had its 20th anniversary at Gen Con. Uh, the original release was at Gen Con in, in uh, what is that, 1993? Yeah. Um, oh, God, I'm so old. I was just going to say, like, uh, yeah, old. <laughs> and, yeah, it's it amazes me that, that I, I can't think of a single other, like, entertainment property that has sustained itself with, like, active products, you know, and continually, like, evolving over 20 years. So that's kind of amazing to me. That's actually really cool. Haven't there been Pokemon cards for, like, that same amount of time, almost? Almost, yeah. Uh, yes, but I don't know, I don't necessarily think you can count that the same way, because, like, it was, like, if one company stopped making them, another one was like, hey, well, since that license is out on the market, we'll buy it and start making it instead. Like, there was never an overlap. There was never a, there was never, it basically was a stop-start. It wasn't like a continuous thing or like one company bought the other and just kept going. It was like Upper Deck decided we don't want to do this anymore, or Wizards decided we don't want to do this, then Upper Deck started, then Wizard, then Upper Deck stopped, and whoever's doing it now started. I actually think it's Nintendo themselves doing it now. Yeah, whoever it is. It's like, it's just not like, and, and not just even in trading card games, but just like, you know, there have been games that have been around longer than 20 years, certainly, but I can't think of many that have continually published new new parts of their game over that period of time. Um, the, the one I would say that would come closest, it's all been from the same company, would probably be uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!, but I don't think they're twenty. I think they're they were started like three or four years after, right? Um, and that's all been through Konami. So, but yeah, it's it's, it's hugely impressive, um, and it's all the fact that they support their community is what I really think it is. And they put a lot of stuff out there to support the community, whereas uh, that's what keeps people playing in the in the end. Sure. Well, I think they did a good I thing. Mean, like, as time went on, they they learned kind of you know what their market was and what kind of the appeal of the game was, and just tried to to continually evolve that and and listen to what the what the the consumer base was actually doing with their product. So, uh, interestingly enough, Anthony in the chat room has just started playing Magic: The Gathering in the past three months, so he's he's new to the game. Uh-huh. I, had, I actually I actually quit uh, quite a while ago because I was in the competitive circuit and those guys are assholes. So they really are. They were assholes. I don't well, I don't know if they still are. Yeah, I mean they're still your share of assholes, but I mean uh, I, I I feel I am slightly obligated as a judge to point out that that we do 
we do our best to make sure that everyone has a good time and that you know no one should feel like that they're unwelcome at a tournament. Yeah. Um, well, you know, if, if you like the game and you want to come and play, <laughs> no, even then, it's like <laughs> we want everyone to be able to come and have a good time. And 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 the tournaments that I've been to have done a really good job of you know of generally being a lot more pleasant than the than the usual like mantra that comes up uh, tends to be. Um, you know, you I, got lucky I, then. <laughs> well, but then and, again, yeah. it's like five six years ago that I used to play. So I mean. Yeah, it's, well, that's what I'm saying. Is that like the 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 reputation that has gotten certainly had its had its merits, but the game, or at least the the, the player base, you know, I I won't necessarily say that it has you know directly that it's all gone, but it's it's certainly improved at least in the sense of the the general the general reception that players give each other is not just this you know is is not a a League of Legends or Dota community you know. Shit fest. Oh come on! Th- those are those are the greatest communities. We were talking about this in the pre-show. Right. <laughs> the the uh, the problem that I didn't have really wasn't with the community. Uh, it was collecting the cards got really just too <laughs> pricey. Yeah. I loved the priciness of those cards, and the priciness of those cards made me a lot of money. Um, <laughs> but I used to own a card shop, so that's what yeah. I did. I liked the priciness of the cards because it kept me from ever buying a single one. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, so I buy this deck for 20 bucks and I still need to spend more to play this game? What? <laughs> I-, I could uh... just potentially spend money until forever on this? What? <laughs> Basically it. <laughs> I could go spend $40 on D&D books and play D&D forever. So the chat is saying one of the guys is pointing out that his, they're they actually got into it because of their friend's six year old, which is what I love about the game is that like kids can grasp this game and it it's really it's complex enough that it I think it really does like help kids learn a lot of development skills. Um, and also like it's a, yeah, there's a lot of math, there's a lot of you know complex reasoning, and it it gives it's. It's a game that does that does what few other tabletop games can, I think, in that it, it's easy to bring together like adults, you know, forty something pluses all the way down to six year olds. And they can play, you know, relatively at the same level. Like they can they can sit down and have fun together and not really have to worry about kind of out classing each other on games that are that are otherwise overly complex. My argument for that one is the DC Deck Builder. If you ever get a chance to play it, it's really super simple. And I've played with six-year-olds, and I've played with people my own age, Chris included. I've played with people older than me. Everybody likes it. The DC Deck. I've I've heard good things good. about that. I've, I've not yeah. I actually my only complaint with it is that it's it is literally the same game as the Penny Arcade Deck Builder, just with a different skin on it. So like I, I have zero interest in it because I already own the penny arcade ones and like those better. So I haven't played the penny arcade deck builder either. I've played the penny arcade like Cold War tennis game, and that game is really cool, except that it's seventeen thousand times as complicated as it needs to be. Yeah, and it's like the, uh... just understanding the rules and. Playing it correctly is 
the biggest challenge of it, and then it makes it playing it not even that fun anymore because it's right. like, wait, did I do that right? I don't yeah. know. And like, it seems straightforward, but it's really not. <laughs> There's like so much to it. Well, and once you actually do get it all down, it kind of tends to become rote, just how the game ends up playing out. So, like the die rolls, the only if that di- is dynamic the, part. The problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the thing with uh that, like, developed from there is that they started doing the the Lord of the Rings deck builder, Cryptozoic did, for, based off of the DC yep. deck builder. The Lord of the Rings deck builder is way harder than the DC one because they fixed they fix the enemies because the big problem with it was that, like, the enemies, they show up, and but they don't really do anything. You could just kind of put them in your deck to attack other people, whereas now on appearance, like, into the, the actual lineup is when they attack, and then they attack again once you start putting them into your decks. Right. So, it made it much harder, but that the problem with DC was that it just got too easy after a while, even with the that are coming out. Yeah. The DC... Anyway, back to Magic the Gathering. You're all playing against each other? Yeah. DC is against each other, yeah. Yeah. It's, I've seen something that I I saw at a Friday Night Magic that I went to recently. I wasn't playing; I was just observing. But like, were people playing in teams now? Is that a thing? It's yeah, that's been a thing for for a long time. Uh, if if you were, there are different ways to do it. Like there are team tournaments where it's like two headed giant, where you're basically both playing as the same player. But you have you have you each have your own separate deck. But like you you take your turn at the same time, you attack at the same time, you know, and you're functionally like one team versus another. Um, and then there are actual like team tournaments where you're each playing individually, but the collective result of your team is what determines which team wins the game. So interesting because yeah, I've never played it as a team. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. The game isn't really designed for it. It's one of those things that, like, someone came up with some interesting different rules to be able to include more players or whatever. And so the, it tends to break down sometimes and some of the some of the cards get, like, stupidly powerful in those formats. But, you know, it, it's still an interesting, fun way, to, especially, like, if you're... if you, The normal place where team tournaments happen is at, like, pre-releases and stuff so that you can get a lot of players involved at once. And... So in those, it's fun because you get to see like a lot of cards, and you know you kind of get to do some crazy bombastic stuff with it. Um, so yeah. Anthony says in the chat room that he really enjoys the uh, two-headed giant matches. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It, it it's it, it's an acquired taste. I think competitive players don't necessarily like it that much because of the the balance issues, but it's you know it's a fun, silly way to kind of play differently than you might normally. Especially if you're playing the same game for a while. Right. Any closing thoughts on the uh, happy 20th birthday to uh, Magic the Gathering? The last time uh, I played it was in 1995. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I actually... I, I played a round of it at uh, PAX East. I found much better addictions since then. Maybe so. 2010, 2011, one of those. It was where you like make your deck on the fly. Oh, mini master. Out, out of like a stack of cards, you just kind of like, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. 
and I was bad at algebra, yeah. so I lost. <laughs> Math is hard. There's like That's why I was never really good at it. Unique cards in the game now, so yeah, it's like it's it's not it's I won't say it's not an a com, it's not a complex game, but it's it's easy enough to grasp the basics, and then the the reward for for mastery is very strong because of the increasing complexity as you learn more. So, I actually found my binder of magic cards not too long ago. They're probably so old that they're not worth anything at this point. Like, I had a Black Lotus, and I remember at the time, like, it was the most powerful thing that they ever have. Black Lotuses but... are actually really expensive. Really? Type yeah. 1. It's time to, time to make some money. <laughs> Nokia's is hey, I know for a long time they were over $1,000 for the entire P9 set, but I don't know if yeah. they still are or not. Well, it depends on which specific set they were printed in, because a lot of those cards were printed in four different of the, the original sets. Yeah. And the so alpha beta, which, then they got a reprint later on. Right. So which which print it is does make a difference in the price, but those oh, yeah. really old cards still are are still pretty significantly worth a chunk of money. Um, People are crazy. E- eBay. <laughs> yeah. Other. I don't really have any specific closing thoughts. I just say you know it's a fun game. I mean I I don't play it competitively anymore, but I I do play on a fairly regular basis, and I I like judging it and participating in the tournaments through you know by contributing to their success. So I I encourage anybody to check it out and or you know if you don't. If you don't already play, like just head to your local game shop and ask them about it, and or you know head to a tournament, or if you're ever at PAX, you know head to their Magic area. They got a lot of friendly folks there who help you learn, and just have a good time. PAX is this weekend, upcoming weekend too, as Fan Expo ends, PAX begins. Oh God, <laughs> I'm jealous of everybody going because I'm not going this year. I know. I'm, I'm also not going to New York this year. <sighs> Failing all around. Money yeah. sucks, guys. I'm not going. Right. I've already been to New York this year, but I'm not going to any any of those cons. I am going to the uh, West Virginia Tattoo Expo, though. Really? Let me know how that is. I've never been to a TatCon, but I've wanted to uh, go. Tattoo cons are awesome. The They're amazing. You should go. They have them in Chicago all the time, but it's always on weekends that I'm working or whatever. I went to the porn con. Does that count? I do a lot of shit with porn. See, porn cons, I don't know. That just that just kind of creepy to me. It's, yeah, I feel like uh, I would be uncomfortable. I know, uh, right? It's like, I've watched you have sex a yeah, lot. Like, don't get me wrong. I like porn. <laughs> Porn's awesome. But I just feel weird about like meeting them. Like, like part uh, of me wanted to go up to say? one of the porn stars. One of me, one part of me, just wanted to go up to one of the male porn stars and be like, "Hey, saw your penis," and walk away. Like, <laughs> I really got. That. I bet they get that a lot. I'm sure they do. I'm, I'm sure I'm not original or anything. Um, Never. The the when I went, it was uh, really small, and uh, Ron Jeremy kind of looks like a, a oversized hedgehog, and <laughs> it was terrifyingly unattractive. For somebody who got famous on camera, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but like he just rolled out of bed and came to the convention, and that's that's that was Ron Jeremy. That's like just how Ron Jeremy speaker. rolls, man. It's just when you're Ron Jeremy, you don't give a fuck. You just do what you do. It's true. <laughs> I mean, it was it was just I didn't actually like find any enjoyment there. There was a lot of public masturbation. I accidentally walked backstage. Ugh. There was a whole lot of boobies, and it was just like, I'm I'm uncomfortable. It's it was like, yeah, it was weird. Cranking them off? 
or, well, or, no, you or could, like talent from well, the, the the con. It it was guests, but the thing is, is that you could try out certain things, like the Sibian. You could take it for a test ride. I'm putting air quotes in if you're just listening to the audio version. But that's how they marketed it. They, It was weird. Like I was like, I don't want to masturbate on a thing that 90,000 other people have touched. And, right, that ew. 100 people are watching. Yeah, it's like, no As thanks. Bachman has said it here, meeting them is weird because porn is better when they're not quote-unquote real people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... Mm. Part of me yeah. wanted to meet, oh, God, what's her name? A chick who played Le- Lexi Bell, because she played Batgirl in the in the, in the the porn. And I had <laughs> a Batgirl comic Twitter. in my bag. She seems fun. <laughs> but, I mean, it wasn't... That, other than that, I was like, I don't really know any of these porn stars by their name. If they get naked, I'll probably have a better idea as to who they are. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't yeah. think that that's actually part of the market, so it was just kind of weird. Um, a whole lot of creepy people there. It's all I could, would imagine is a whole lot of really creepy people. Okay, so you know how they're at comic conventions when you go? There are people yeah. lugging around like literal suitcases full of comics. <laughs> suitcases that doesn't change with with the porn convention because you still have people lugging around big ass suitcases only now it's not comic books it's porn like so magazines or DVDs do they still make porn magazines I guess I'm they sure must, that right? they do I mean Playboy yeah, still exists but that's not really think, like Playboy and Hustlers work. still exist and I'm sure you could find like the big booty magazines I mean I'm sure those are things big so booty cool. bitches big I'm sorry you did it <laughs> <laughs> like I, I haven't even bought a DVD in like three years, let alone a hard copy magazine. Like when was the last time I bought a magazine? Nintendo Power in like '93, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, like there's things one. like RedTube. Yeah, I and you like, uh, A couple days ago, it has uh, Jeff Bridges on it. Cigar aficionado, see? Yeah. There you go. That that beard. <laughs> that beard. Did I she feel like Jeff Bridges in the uh, the Stephen Colbert or Get Lucky video. Yeah. It was fantastic. I have not <laughs> seen this. <laughs> oh, oh god. Uh, that was so, amazing. How did you uh, not see that? Uh, Daft Punk was supposed to be on Stephen Colbert's show. And it was, like, a huge deal. It was their first appearance ever on American television. Like, they were going to perform their song live. Like, nobody's ever seen them on TV before. And then, like, at the last possible second, like, three hours before they showed up to, to film, MTV pulled them and was like, no, you guys are going to be on this award show that we're filming. So what? stuck Fuck at bullshit. the last second, Colbert bullshit. and his production staff somehow put together, like, this crazy performance of it. Like, I don't even want to tell you who was in it. Oh, I've already said too much by saying Jeff Bridges in it. You should you should find it and watch it, and and it'll blow your goddamn mind. It is so good, and and just while while you watch it, consider the timetable. Like they they put this all together in a matter of like an hour and a half or something. Yeah. Like 
they just made phone calls and like got people down to the studio and like went on location. Like it's incredible. <laughs> you you really need to find it and, and watch it. It's on uh, Comedy Central. I can probably find a link for it. Uh, I will. That will that will be my while I'm editing this. And by uh, edit, I mean I'm just throwing on an intro and outro and maybe a sound bump in here because I don't edit it like Chris edits. Yeah. Okay, we're by the way, over. this is, I'm a, looking for this is right a hostile now. takeover. Down with the Chrissy Arky. For you in a second. Here we go. I got a link. I'll put it in the do chat. Do you want to consider that your news of the week, Jim? Or do you want to actually do a news of the week? Oh, that could be my news of the week. Just go watch Stephen Colbert's Get Lucky video. Because it's fantastic. Yeah. It, it was like, I think it was last week, so it's it's kind of out of date, but still. That's okay. We we go out of date on here all the time. Anything else for news of the week this week? Or notable, notable news? Ow. Besides my knee acting up. That's weird. Like, it's, it's incredible. The laundry list of of talent that they put together in, like, zero time. Uh, I want to watch it on the other laptop, but I know that it'll be a bad idea. Because then I'm just going to be sitting there like, I want to watch this and not pay attention to you guys over here. That's the worst plan. Because we're doing a show. Why we have links for later. Yeah. Alright. Speaking of links for later, let me pull up some sort of a link here. Over here. Yeah. Do you know there's a whole fucking graphic of slang for genitalia of through time? Because I didn't know that. What? Yeah. Uh, Hang on, I'm pull, pulling it up right now because I know you all want to know the slang of genitalia from the years. Uh, see if if you look from up the link that I just shared you. It's, uh-huh. it's got the the intro to the video. Also, where he explains kind of what's happened. Um, and it also has another guest that's not in the, the regular, just, like, music portion of the video. Yeah, you, to, you need to watch the Daft Punk before you watch Time to Dance. You need to watch Good them time. both. It's it's awesome. <laughs> All right. It's, it's incredibly spectacular. Like, I can... His production team... Deserves like every possible television award for for putting that together. Well, he does have an Emmy, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> doesn't he like rub that into a whole bunch of different people? Like every time they just, come on the show. Just this bit deserves its own Emmy for, for <laughs> awesomeness. It really does. Like it's it's incredible. Like the amount of panicked phone calls that production assistants <laughs> had to make like all afternoon, like trying to get people to show up because they got what, like six eight. Eight celebs to show up. They they crash into like the filming of another show, and just like walk right in. <laughs> like, imagine how many no's they got to get that many yeses. Like, <laughs> like who else in New York did they call? And it was like, oh no, man, I can't. I, I'm at Burger King. <laughs> like, like, <you> know? <laughs> like, I'm at lunch right now. Do you, like, at this very second? Oh, I wish I could do that. I'm not wearing pants. I gotta take a shower. And and these are the people that just could drop what they were doing and get to the studio, or like they were like, yeah, come over right now with a remote crew and we'll shoot something. Like probably a dozen other celebrities from New York were like, oh man, man, I want to do this. 
And the ones that turned it down are probably like, son of a bitch, that was awesome. Right? <laughs> like, now they're upset me, about it. Part of me really wants to, like, never be a production assistant now because I would be terrified of something like that happening. And yeah, I know like, that I would stress out in the worst possible way. Colbert walks into your office and he's like, hey, listen, I, I know you've been here for three weeks. I need you to get Matt Damon on the phone and see if he can come down here. Here's his phone number. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I feel like that would be the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you having a good day then? Or is that a terrible, terrible day? I think that would be considered a terrible, terrible day. Like, think of the stress. Just like, oh my god, my hair is falling out. I no, I no longer have hair. The end. Right? And, and then like, you're the guy that goes back to Stephen Colbert and says, oh no... Yeah, you know, Matt Damon said he couldn't come. Sorry. Like, how do but, you take But Jeff that? Burgess no, said he could. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Matt Damon might be in there, too. <laughs> he, he is, right? Like, toward the end, he, he comes in for something? I was going to say, Matt Damon was also... they Like, Matt Damon has this tendency to just kind of show up in things. Although, I really... I think I'm still the only one who enjoyed the uh, Sarah Silverman, I'm fucking Matt Damon song. If you all remember that from a few years ago, uh, I, I do not. Oh, oh wow! Uh, like Henry <gasps> Kissinger, who who's, comes up with the idea? Oh, hey, I bet we can get Henry Kissinger for this video. Like, who's <laughs> whose idea was that? <laughs> and who the who actually got him to say, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah, sure. And you can film in my office. Just bring a crew down. It'll be great. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little farther. In. I'm watching it again right now. Actually, I'm a little farther in. I forgot about the the booth. The booth is amazing. He like dances so around. So what you're all saying is we just death. lost all of our viewers to this right now. <laughs> yes. So we don't really have to do a show right now. We can all just watch Kobe. <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> and Jeff Bridges doing a booty dance on, on steps <laughs> with a camera oh looking God. up at him from below is incredible. It's just, it's wonderful. Dude, we, we've lost everybody. There's no one in the chat room anymore. I'm kidding, there's still people should, in the chat room. They should be watching this video. But I'm not watching the video, I can't. <laughs> Uh-huh. Supposed to be roping us in and being a good host or some stupid shit. <laughs> You're doing an awful job. You're losing to Stephen Colbert. Which, I'm losing well, to Stephen. Well, it's at least I'm losing to Stephen Colbert. I'm okay yeah. with it because it's Stephen Colbert. It's like a lot of people lose to Stephen. If there's Colbert, anybody so. else, I might be a little upset. Yeah, uh, he's, he's kind of a on on the lines of Stephen Colbert. Is it is it bad that Comedy Central has better, more accurate news than news channels? Uh, you know, I I think uh, it's sad, but I think it it comes from Colbert and uh, and Stewart don't have to care if they piss somebody off. Yeah, it's true. And, uh, and if you work for CNN and you're in the White House briefing room and you ask the wrong question, you're not invited back. So true. you have to ask the right question, and the right question is something boring and stupid that that doesn't actually matter. So, 
but but these guys just like see stuff and report it, and they have nobody to answer to but but us. And you know they're not in the White House press room, so they can't get kicked out. <laughs> they've they've got that that bulletproofness where they can just do whatever they want and have it be the right thing. And I, I wish that other news had that same feeling of being bulletproof and being willing to, to take risks and actually report stuff. You ever watch BBC well, News? They're, they're pretty close. I mean, the thing with the news is is that it's media, and media is a paid business. It's still a business. So, True. I mean, whenever it comes to, like, CNN or NBC or Fox or whatever... They're still, they still have to go by what they'll get paid for and who's going to do the paying for it. Whereas when it comes to Comedy Central, they're like, fuck it, it's Comedy Central. If they take it seriously, that's their own fucking deal. Yeah, they, they, I, have, I mean, they, they, they basically let Daniel Tosh say whatever he wants. Oh, I, haven't even I can't say that I've ever watched his show. That dude. He... He's like the internet. He's uncensored. Worse than the internet, maybe. Oh, so he's absolutely horrible, then. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In the chat room, Anthony has said, I have seen a video. I'm writing it for my column on Gunna Geek over at GunnaGeek.com. We're working on our Pavlov syndrome when it comes to Gunna Geek still. We're we're still not quite as trained as we were with Fanboy Buzz at FanboyBuzz.com. So. Maybe an email. One of these days we'll get there. For that, by the way. So how do you know uh, the actual names of the people talking in the, the chat? Is it just because you I, know them like outside of this, or do you have some secret way? Uh, um, some of them are... Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna, uh, was actually has been on our cast several times. He's actually replaced me once. That was uh, a good week. It, that, that's Anthony. <laughs> Shut up. That was brutal. <laughs> Adahe hates that's, that's me what I'm he here doesn't for. actually like hide no, this at all. That's not correct. I hate everybody equally. <laughs> Equal that's opportunity <laughs> hatred. Does someone have a swing set in the background? Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> what is that? Dear God. What is the what is the beeping? What is what is this? It ended. I'll be right back. What was it? I think my washer, sque- my dryer is squeaking. Oh. oh. The wife's going to turn it off. Well, it's laundry night. I need clothes to go to work tonight. In like Yay, six hours. Yay, work. Party time. Um, I work. Uh, alrighty, so in other news, Scarlet Witch was also cast. This Yay. got completely enveloped. Uh, under the Ben Affleck casting news. Um, <laughs> but Scarlet Witch was cast, and it's Elizabeth Olsen. Those of you who don't her. Um, well, she's Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's younger sister. Um, trying to think what she has been. She was in... She's going to be in the next Godzilla movie. Oh, great. Um, she's also going to be in the remake of the of the Americanized version of Old Boy. She'll be in that. Uh, she's also in Kill Your Darling Darlings. I don't know what that is. Um, uh, wow, she really looks exactly. Let's IMDb like that. her. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, she really does look Scarlet exactly Witch, like Godzilla. her sister. She was in stuff that I haven't heard of. She's only been around since 2011, so she's pretty upstart. So how is Fox handling this uh, Scarlet Witch news? Are they putting the Scarlet Witch in some X-Men movie because they can? They are. just cannot reference uh, who, their, who her father is because they said that it's for her and Silver... Silver... Silver, Silver Fox? No. Quicksilver? Quicksilver. Silver Fox. Yes, Quicksilver. Um, yeah, but they haven't cast Quicksilver yet, but both of them are able to be in both movies as long as Magneto's never referenced. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know any of these movies that she's been in. I think I just yeah. know her as the younger sister of the Olsen twins. I, I almost feel like if I was uh, Kevin over at uh, Marvel Films, which clearly none of us are, but uh, why would you put <laughs> mutants in your in your Marvel movies when they're going to be in shitty Fox movies? Because most of those Fox well, with mutant movies are terrible. Like, okay, first class, they, pretty well, good. Not. But the rest of them are it's hard to I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I liked Anna X2, but X3 completely killed both of them. Yeah, X-Men is not a good movie. Uh, and really we don't even talk about the Wolverine movies. Although I did right. see the latest one, I'm not going to lie. The latest one was fine. The Wolverine. I like the old, uh, <laughs> the old arc a good bit, too. So have you seen the Tumblr gifts going around of... of uh, God, what's his name? The guy who's playing Wolverine. Hugh Jackman? Yes, thank Hugh Jackman. You. Talking to, I think, uh, David Letterman about being on the set. And one of the scenes, I guess, in, in one of these two movies, I don't know if it's the latest one or the one before it, he's, like, full-on stark naked at one point. And so I can't even fit, I can't even explain the whole story. short version is that he's naked... He's got the claws on, like the claw props, and then he end up, ends up wandering into some place where he's now standing in front of, like, 20 people who aren't actually staff members or, you know, I don't know if they're, like, fans or what, and points out that his, you know, his first instinct is to cover himself, but he's got these claws on. So, problem. <laughs> stabby, stabby in the yeah. wrong area. <laughs> Like <laughs> I wish that he was in better movies. Um, Les Miserables was great. <laughs> Say Les Mis was awesome. Yeah. I liked uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I liked it. It was good. It was it's good fine. for what it was. Uh, um, it's, it's problematic. Anthony has that... said in the chat room. What? Go ahead. It's problematic um, in... Oh, uh, so in Rock'em Sock'em Robots, both uh, Wolverine and his kid only make bad decisions. Like, literally every single decision both of them make throughout the entire movie is the wrong thing to do in that situation. But it never counts against the kid. The kid does the wrong thing, and it's great. And Wolverine does the wrong thing, <laughs> and he loses all his money, or he gets beat up, or the kid gets beat up. Like... 
anytime they make a decision, they always do it wrong. <laughs> you like, see, you you see what yeah. you want to do instantly. Go the opposite way. Don't do that. Right, but it's so frustrating because it always pays off for the kid. Like he's just so stupid, <laughs> and everything goes his way. And it's like, why? Why did that happen? Like, no, he should have lost that fight. There's no reason he should win that fight. He has no idea what he's doing. Why did that work out for him? It's so frustrating. <laughs> and it's great, too. You get angry with movies, don't you? Anytime one of them is about to make a decision and they're going in the wrong direction, the other one tells them, no, do this instead. It's the right thing to do. But there are... They're only right about the other person's decisions and never about their own. <laughs> it's, like, it's so strange. <laughs> like, how can they only they have, have a, the a dynamic? I've never understood it. it. Yeah, it's it's really weird. But I, I like the movie. Whatever. So so what? <laughs> also, that that, I, that like big movie trailer shot where he like jumps away from the robot and punches. You can't hit anything with anything, any force at all if your feet are not touching the ground <laughs> and you're moving away from your target. Like, that's not how punch works. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Basic physics do not apply in rock'em, sock'em robots. Right, in robot fights. Uh, you're <laughs> you make a good point. <laughs> uh, so I have strong Anthony feelings in the about, chat room, uh, uh, in regards about to that movie. <laughs> uh... In regards to uh, the Scarlet Witch, uh, Anthony says, 20th Century Fox can use them and call them mutants, but can't call them Avengers. Marvel can have them in the Avengers, but not mention their father or call them mutants. Then he went on to say that X3 is amazing. If you are a multiple man fan like I am, Madrox is awesome. Um, I'm just going to tell and nod at Anthony at that one. X3 was a bad movie the end. That's, that's weird. My <laughs> Colbert Report video started to play. That's, that's not right. Obviously because um, you're supposed to be watching it. Yeah, X3. It's hard for me to care about it, X3. I don't even remember what happens they, in it. They tried to put the... Well, they tried to put the Dark it's, Phoenix saga in and then... But they did it wrong... And then it just didn't make sense. Like, I don't actually know what happened in that movie. Uh, The biggest mistake anyone could ever make in a movie happened, and that is killing Fomke Jensen. Yep. There's also something in there about the, the Golden Gate Bridge and moving it to Alcatraz for some reason. That, that makes sense, right? Did actually? I don't. I don't know about you. I thought it made perfect sense. Like I don't know how long the Golden Gate Bridge is. This is probably something I could find out with Google Maps, or if it would even reach Alcatraz from the shore. Uh, you know, let's find out with Google Maps. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let, let, let's just see because that's interesting to me. <laughs> I mean, was, there was a lot of things wrong with X three. Like the the thing that they have. The worst habit of doing in movies is the multiple villain syndrome, where you don't need multiple villains, but they just keep kind of cramming them in because they want it to just, I don't know, they just want to make it as exciting as fucking possible without any actual 
things uh, happening. Superman 3, or sorry, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 3 had problems that go way beyond the quantity of villains. Yeah, Yeah. true. Come on, it was a movie that he made to get out of making Spider-Man 4. Emo Tobey Maguire. Come on, he was strutting and everything. Sorry, I actually just watched that movie. It was on the other day, and it was on in the background. Um, sorry. They made it to get out of making Spider-Man 4 and failed. They still wanted to make Spider-Man 4, so then he went and made uh, Drag Me to Hell. And that neatly got him out of it. They were like, whoa, okay, <laughs> go ahead, make some other movie. We're, we're good. But then we got the new Spider-Man movie with the fluffiest hair possible. <laughs> That man has just really take my mask hair. off. <laughs> and not have mask hair because his hair is still fluffy. You uh you don't have perfect hair no matter what you do? Uh, well, uh it do. takes me like it, it takes me like twenty minutes to get my hair in pigtails and not have them on opposite sides of my head. Like like asymmetrically, like all sorts of skewed. I'm just gonna shave my head, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, hair's hair's way too complicated. You still have facial hair. Whereas if if I have facial hair, uh I look a little weird. I could have a beard though. I think I could rock it. <laughs> uh all right. So yeah. so I'm eyeing it up on a map here on on Google Maps. Uh and it's it's close. The, the Golden Gate Bridge might actually reach Alcatraz. It would it really? it would depend on on where they it ripped free of its uh, being attached to land, but but it's it's close. It's it's definitely real close. You could use like the measure tool to actually get the the relative distance. What measuring tool? This is a thing. Yeah. How do I do that? Uh, let me see if I can tell you properly. Oh my gosh! I don't even know how to use Google Maps. So Guys, like, if you science look down is next happening. To the, if you look down next to the scale on the Google Maps, there's a little thing that looks like a ruler. Um, in the lower left. Uh, while you guys do that. that, Anthony said in that room, multiple villain syndrome comes down to executives wanting to be able to sell more toys instead of making a better movie. Mike said he liked the dance in Spider-Man 3. And Anthony has gone on to say, uh, "Amazing Spider-Man had Emma Stone. Ah, uh, Emma Stone, big smile. Amazing Spider-Man As a straight lady, also not actually a good movie. As a straight lady, though, I can appreciate the 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 Emma Stone factor. Amazing Spider-Man is way worse than you remember. There's a scene in it where he swings between cranes because New York City has to help him save the day." Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I I think if they put Spider-Man 2 next, like, I really liked Spider-Man 2. I can't say anything about Spider-Man 2. I don't remember Spider-Man. I don't even remember Spider-Man 1. And then Spider-Man 3 was just terrible. And then you have Amazing Spider-Man. So out of those four movies... One of them I will actually enjoy, and that's kind of sad. Um, now give me Superior Spider-Man. 
which I will continue to fight with yeah, us over I, because I enjoy Superior Spider-Man. I really like Spider-Man too. Um, there is a whole thing where their uh, fusion reactor makes a little tiny sun that's just exposed to open air, which is, you know, weird. <laughs> but whatever. No, put science and logic into it. Yeah. Come on. It's yeah, no, because that's not how you make a good movie or anything. <laughs> Well, I mean, think science and logic Pacific Rim. I fucking love Pacific Rim. If you haven't seen it, I I cannot recommend it a month enough. A month enough. You said they were going to give you only better. I I wanted to. And you really can't put science and logic into that one. Why didn't you love Pacific Rim? They're like, oh, it's got this strong female character, and she gets put in the robot and almost blows up the whole building the first time she's ever put in a robot, oh, which is that's crazy. Women can't drive. Then, like in the big final fight scene, he ejects her from the thing to rescue her because she's just a girl, and it's, she's not that strong of a character. She's just as terrible as most females. I have arguments on t- Tumblr that say differently. Yeah, I I mean I, I hear what you're saying, and I guess that's that's kind of the typical. Hey, cool! They fight. Okay, awesome. I don't know. Also, it's just I don't know. So much of the movie doesn't make any sense. It was exactly robots. what it said it was going to be. It like, was. It was right, it was then, giant robots fighting giant monsters. But it tries to make sense, and it falls short. They're like, oh, we'll give you a whole interesting plot with this scientist who's doing science. But it's stupid. I don't know. Well, it's not for everybody. I, I definitely acknowledge that. But, I mean, it's like, it, from the get-go, if you're actually trying to... So, you know, outside or science out what they're trying to do. It's like you're you're going to fail, like because you're already dealing with forces that just don't don't make sense in an actual. Your, actual sense your of argument physics. is that I'm I'm not willing to suspend my disbelief. I am perfectly willing to suspend disbelief. I just don't want you to be stupid. Like <laughs> like in Prometheus, <laughs> they're like, oh hey, suspend your disbelief, and then they say things like, oh, there's too much nitrogen in the atmosphere for us to breathe, and I'm like, wait, what? That's not how atmospheres work. Like, don't don't tell me why something in your science fiction is and ha- be wrong about it in a way that I can look up on Google in a second. You know, like, if, if the atmosphere is unbreathable, don't tell me why and be wrong. Just tell me it's sure. unbreathable. And I'll be like, okay, that's fine. They can't breathe it. That's all you know. <laughs> but, but don't give me the specific reason why and not have done one second of research it would take to find out that you were wrong. Like, that's just lazy. So you weren't a fan of the rolling uh, spaceship that continued to roll and never fell over? <laughs> if you keep it at face value and you don't think about it, it's not that bad. But if you think about it, it's kind of like with The Dark Knight Rises. If you think about it, it's a fucking awful movie. Here's but... the thing. I like to think about stuff. That's kind of what I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> really, Jim? You think about things? I don't. I didn't think you did. <laughs> I think about things way too much. 
I agree that uh, Dark Knight Rises was an awful movie. And when I've explained this to people, they tend to argue with me a lot. And they're like, but it was awesome. And I was like, no. Everything about that movie was bad. Dark Knight Rises is also pretty bad. Uh, especially, uh, I really like the part where the, the river freezes. Because rivers do that, right? Yeah. Rivers totally giant, freeze. Giant, like, huge, partially saltwater rivers next to New York City, they totally freeze all the time. People are, are are ice skating on the Hudson like all winter long. Like, well, just because you live in that area, you know. <laughs> just because I live in that area means I know how rivers work. <laughs> like my my biggest my biggest problem with the Dark Knight Rises was the fact, and, and it wasn't Minnie Bane or anything like that, it was the fact that Batman is fucking dra- dragging this big-ass nuclear bomb around the city, which, first off, is unstable and can go off at any time, except that it has this timer that's going to go off at the specific time. And then he's running buildings and dragging it on the ground. And Also, he's sent to this prison in somewhere in Asia, I assume. And he's dirt broke and has been thrown out of his house and they've taken all the furniture away. But he can afford a flight home. No problem. <laughs> like, he, he walks out of this prison in Asia and somehow gets back to Gotham with no financial resources. After having his spine restored with a simple, like, like sling and a kick to the back. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, hey, guess what? You're not paralyzed anymore. You did it also, wrong. Also, in the beginning of the movie, he has no cartilage left in any joint in his body. But he's fine. He's, he's good. Like, like, there's that, just, that scene like, with the doctor where he's like, oh, you shouldn't be doing any physical activity. Like, you're a fucking train wreck. How do you even stand up right now? And then, you know, ten minutes later, some push-ups, he's good. He's got a brace on. The oh, yeah, brace obviously puts cartilage back in his knee. <laughs> that robo-brace that makes his foot strong enough to kick through bricks. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's how feet work. <laughs> Put a knee brace on me, I can kick through anything. That's it, I'm getting knee braces. Fuck this, guys. I also am just going to kick, every now, every time now my, my, my spine acts up, I'm just going to tell somebody to kick me in the spine. And I will be fine. Oh, I'll hang in a sling for a little bit too. It'll be great. Seems legit. Yeah, it's perfect. Totally. It's it's only medical science. Be damned. I I could be your therapist. I could I could just kick you in the spine all day. That'd be great. I would I would be super excited. I'd be like, oh, it's two thirty. Spine kicking time. Be right back. Uh, Anthony says, a Batman that takes eight years off because some chick died is the only flaw that needs to be discussed. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, such a bad movie. <laughs> I think, uh, Tom Hardy well, was, was awesome. There was also um, Anne Hathaway in like, skin-tight latex, which was that was acceptable, too. Also acceptable. Tom, I, yeah. I didn't think Tom Hardy uh, was a bad Bane. He was uh, tiny. Uh, and he that had a really his voice. He's got that a horrible voice. Listen to my voice. It's ridiculous. Like I can't but even it do it. That's how fucking bad it was. <laughs> it 
it wasn't the worst thing ever that they could have done with Bane. I don't understand why they did Talia and Bane and Raj. It was sorts of fucked up on that, but... Yeah, I, I kind of almost wish that they had just used the Bane voice from the original trailer that was completely unintelligible. Because <laughs> that would have been fine. Okay. What is that that Anna has, has up there? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm wondering if, if Ben Affleck is going to do the, the Christian Bale with the voice. I'm Batman. But you have to add the Boston accent. Don't forget that. I'm Batman. <laughs> no, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> We're just making this movie sound worse and worse. <laughs> There's, is, there's I, no I way mean, Superman versus Batman is going to be watchable. Okay, be but so, well, okay, but they're talking that Brian Cranston is rumored to play Lex Luthor. Now, could yeah, that, that save it? That rumor is complete crap. That rumor was like somebody on the internet was saying, like, "Oh, I bet Brian Cranston would be a great Lex Luthor," and then every internet site was like, "Oh my God, Brian Cranston is playing Lex Luthor!" Like nobody That's has true. a source for the where That's that started true. from. It's but if it but rumor. if it was if it if it's a true rumor, that would be kind of badass. I'm just started Breaking Bad right now, and I'm loving it. So I don't know. Um, Wizard World reported that uh, Brian Cranston has signed a six picture deal to play Lex Luthor in upcoming DC movies. Did they have like a, a press release from DC or something? That's what I'm looking for now. Because I mean, that could just be the animated movies. It doesn't have to be. You know, Superman, Batman. They don't usually lock up voice talent for multiple pictures. Like uh, recently, they've been putting like all new cast on on everyone. Well, Nathan Fillion has has been in several now as Green Lantern. Wait, what? Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Has been gr- Green Lantern in Flashpoint been- Paradox, uh, Emerald Knight. Um, I think I think a few really. more. I think he's been in like three or four now. Wow, I have not seen it's a like lot of those. Cartoon or what? Say that again. Yeah, the, the, or is this, we're talking about a cartoon. Yeah, yeah those the DC ones. animated ones are. Oh, okay. Definitely pretty good, which is crazy because they can't make a, a live action movie to save their fucking lives. I, I it was really good. Oh, you, um, you broke up there. What did you say? And oh, Flashpoint Flash Paradox was really good and extremely that. violent, way more than I thought it was going to be. Um, it just came out, I want to say, last month. And, oh, yeah, and uh, nice. if you get the chance to watch it, if you get the chance, I would totally check it out. It's it's fantastic. Is it on Netflix? Uh, no, not on Netflix. It will be, I'm sure, because all of the other ones are. I actually just started. I actually just watched Year One uh, from Batman and Batman Doom. And then. Oh, what? Hmm. <laughs> uh oh. Um, Has the internet happened? I just found out that the uh, the Batman deal that Ben Affleck got is for 13 movies. What? <laughs> Does it say that? He's not old. He's, he's too old. Three, not 13. But okay. It's, He's uh, too old to do thirteen movies. 
Yeah, that's what. Just just to put that in perspective, how many Batman movies currently exist? Uh, well, we got the eight, Michael Keaton Batman did movies. Did you count that terrible one? It's eight. <laughs> like the the one from the sixties. There was one before that too, wasn't there? The besides the Adam West one, wasn't there one before the Adam West Batman? Mm. All I'm saying is to cast one guy for thirteen movies when currently there are significantly less. They might this thing um, over a thirty-year period. Put out this huge uh, contract just to lock him in, as they wanted to keep him. Um, basically. Yeah, that could be. Uh, I guess that leaves them room to put Batman in like every other DC movie, also, even if just for like a minute for a cameo. Right. Because Marvel has that problem where they're lined up for like a square picture deal, and then they're on screen in Thor for five seconds, and that counts as one of the. I was gonna say, does it count as is it thirteen appearances or is it thirteen movies? Uh, the the place that uh, is reporting the thirteen movies as well as the uh, Brian Cranston is comic cosmic book news. Um, I've but never they're heard not of it. citing any sources. I mean, they have. Uh, a lot of articles, uh, a lot of posts and whatnot, but uh, uh, also appears that uh, Lex Luthor will be used similar to Nick Fury. They're going to be appearances in movies for a while, so that's the six-movie deal, is he's going to show up probably in three or four before he has a full movie that he actually does. That could be the same thing with the Batman 13-movie deal as well, too, is small appearances. I hope people realize that Man of Steel 2 is fucking terrible, and then they're like, wait a minute, was Man of Steel actually bad, too? Uh, I, uh, it's like, hi, I'm Clark Kent. Oh, I'm also Superman. Nice to meet you. My dad walked into a tornado to convince me I should hide my secret from others, but I feel like I should just tell everyone the wild abandon. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a quote that someone put on here. I like that a lot. <laughs> that movie was bad. Uh, yeah, still haven't seen it. I know all the plot twists and all that stuff, and nothing anybody has told me has made me compelled to see it. Like, at all. I hope, you I know hope what I want to see? The I world's end. I compelled you not to see it. I've, like I said, I've, I've no, nothing wants, makes me want to see this movie, and I'm, I'm not a fan of Superman anyways, so I'm just like, whatever. I don't care. Um, um, what I do want to yeah. see is the world's end, and maybe I'll treat myself. You know what does look awesome though? Guardians of the Galaxy because uh, to Raccoon with a machine Raccoon. gun. Yeah, to Raccoon with a machine gun. God damn it! Uh, we're not gonna get a Wonder Woman brute. movie, but we're gonna get a Rocket Red Raccoon movie. Hey, the perfect director pitched a Wonder Woman movie, and they're like, "No, no, we're good." So, fuck you, DC. Uh, Nate, what were you gonna say there? Sorry, I cut you off. No, you didn't cut me off. I said. Because Rocket Raccoon and also Groot. Yes. And I was actually surprised that I'm actually kind of excited for this. I mean, I'm not a big Thanos fan because uh, I don't think they're going to do the uh, the Infinity Crusade or anything like that where you get, like, the awesome gauntlet. But so I'm, I'm kind of curious. They do have a, a new comic series starting, actually started last week, called Infinity 
um, which is centered around Thanos, which will go into the Guardians of the Galaxy universe, which also now has Angela from Spawn, and that still doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and then... <laughs> That's some it's... fucking uh, Kingdom Hearts bullshit right there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then another series that's going on right now is actually Hunger, which is Galactus, who is going to eat the Ultimate Universe. Well, that's my guess. But that's how the 616 and the Ultimate Universe are going to merge, is my guess. But then they can't have eight different X-Men titles with all the oh, same no. characters that aren't the same stories, because I don't understand comics. True, true story that happened this week. Uh, X-Men, the all-woman comic that's going on, had Wolverine on the cover... So I dropped the title. <laughs> True story. <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> I fucking hate Wolverine. <laughs> well, Wolverine is only in twenty-eight comics a, a week. Like, you're gonna you're gonna fault him for being in in twenty-nine. You kind well, of feel bad for anyone who's a huge Wolverine fan because you realize how much money they spend every week. Right. Like, the thing is, is that like, there's no possible way that you can track a Wolverine storyline right now. He is in. Avengers, all new X Men. Uh, I think he even made an appearance in Cable and X Force this week. I could be wrong. I didn't read it. Um, I just think he might have because he has that thing with uh, uh, Hope. Dude's fucking busy. Is what he, I'm saying. The dude's in fucking everything. Uh, he's made appearances in. Um, shit, now I can't even think of it. He's got Savage Wolverine, Wolverine in the X Men, Wolverine, Wolverine in the Flesh. Uh, all new X or no, I said all new X Men. Ultimate X Men, Thunderbolt. He's made appearances in. Like it's ridiculous. I can't sell any books because they're like, oh well, what's going on with Wolverine? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I've just gotten to the point where I I only sell Marvel books that have nothing to do with the rest of the universe. So I've got Hawkeye, Devil. Uh, it was Indestructible Hulk, but now he's getting swooped into the Guardians of the Galaxy universe. Um, uh, Deadpool. It, me, Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool kills Deadpool. Um, Superior Spider-Man. It was X-Men, but now I can't do that because we got Mark of the Atom. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man, which will, no longer will be because my, 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 Miles, there we go. Miles is coming into the 616. Um, and Anthony has said uh, in the chat room, geez, Naki, sounds like a sexist decision to me. One guy on the cover and you drop a book. <laughs> has nothing to do with the guy. It has to do with who the character is, just to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're at that point where we have been talking for quite some bit, some bit been of time. It is, and so we're going to uh, start doing a little thing we call "What I'm Into." It's that special time where we tell you what we're doing this week. Um, I'm going to say this is 45 minutes in. No, we're past 45 minutes. We're at close an hour to, and yeah, we're close to an hour and a half. Hour point five minutes in. Um, and what what I'm into 
And I won't edit that out either. I'm just going to make whatever. Um, <laughs> what I'm into is basically we're going to sell you on the stuff that we did this week and what we think you should do with us or not do with us. Um, yeah. Basically just what what we've gotten into this week, what we think you would like, and that sort of thing. So, hey, why don't you go first? Tell us what you're into this week. Uh, I got a new humidor. I uh, seasoned it. Um, I have some nice cigars in there. Uh, I'm not going to advocate... Pants. I'm not going to advocate smoking. I'm not going to say you all should smoke, but some cigars are awesome if you do choose. Um, uh, I don't have time for anything else besides work. But I did go see uh, Mortal Instrument City of Bones. It actually wasn't bad. Uh, what is the hype behind that? Is that like a book series or it something? It is a book series. I want to read the books at some point, but yeah, I don't have time. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it, there was stabbing of things and demons, so it was pretty cool. Um, other than that, uh, I want to mention ProjectDriveIn.com. Check it out. Um, they're trying to save drive-ins in the U.S. Yeah. Does still exist? Yeah, there's one here in West Virginia, actually. Yeah, we actually have a place in D.C. that, like, I think it's the Walmart or something. The they have one side of the building that's like stark white and just gigantic. So the and there happens to be a parking lot right next to it. So they've set up these like movie nights that they do once a month or once every couple of weeks out there. That's yeah, it yeah. costs roughly eighty it. grand to save one drive-in. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't seem like that much if you consider that it's, like, making a business work. Yeah. Yeah, all things considered, that's not bad. Uh, we used to have one here about 20 minutes from me, but they closed it down last year, and I was really sad because I really liked it. Was, it was cool because you could pay $8, and that gets you a, uh, that's for the whole car, and it gets you two movies. And their prices oh, for, going like... they're out of business, incidentally, is, is that yeah. pricing scheme right there. yeah. I mean, it wasn't, and the pricing for the food actually wasn't like movie theater prices, where you have to pay ten bucks for a, a small popcorn. <laughs> Again, why they're going out of business? <laughs> <laughs> Let's give this shit away for free. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was fun. I missed, and it was sold out all the time. But it was cool. Anyways, Project Drive In, do it. It's fun. If you've never done a drive-in movie, totally recommend it. And not just for the sexy times. What? <laughs> uh, Nate, what are you what are you into this week? Uh, well, I just came back from Gen Con. I'm getting ready to go to PAX, so I guess I could say conventions is one of my big into things. And Tell I can, us. yeah, I can say that like if you've never been to a convention, you should totally find like even just a small local one in your area. It's just a great way to like meet a bunch of cool people that you might not have known existed in your in your region. And like supporting local cons is cool because it means that nerd culture in your city will thrive and become bigger and more awesome. It's true. Uh, and I've also been playing I play a lot of Android Netrunner, which is a card game uh, published by Fantasy Flight. Uh, it's one of, it's probably my favorite card game. It's probably one of the best card game, one of, one of my favorites that I've ever played. Like, I, I like it a lot, a lot more than Magic, even just from a play perspective. So I play a lot of that, and I've been playing a lot of, not playing a lot of, but I, I got to play Takedo at Gen Con finally, and like, that game is like so pretty and so simple, but so elegant in like the way it plays that it's super fun, and everyone should go and play it because it's awesome. 
I've heard lots of good things about that game. And Android Netrunner is one of our one of our guest hosts that uh, is currently losing his reigning championship. Uh, Ryan is a huge advocate of Ad- Android Netrunner, and he keeps trying to get me to play. But every time we see each other, one of us doesn't have the game with us. Yeah. <laughs> one of these days, it'll happen. I've heard nothing but good things. Jim, what are you into this week? Uh. So I really like a card game called Sentinels of the Multiverse. Yeah, it's um, awesome. It's spectacular. Uh, I cannot speak highly enough of the game. It's Do you have the, the the helper app thing? Uh, I I don't have a helper app. I just use whatever dice, chips, markers. Sure. Um, uh, my friend Matt actually uh, has these little. Uh, they're like tiny little cylinders, maybe like an inch wide by like uh, three quarters of an inch uh, and they've got little wheels on the two ends and they've got uh, zero to nine twice oh so okay can, yeah it, yeah I, apparently they're for knitting or something so that you know how many stitches you've done or something along <laughs> those lines like you got them at a craft like a, a Joanne fabric craft store kind of a deal uh, uh, I don't know if you have those for these where you are regionally but um, so it's it's a great game. Uh, even if somebody is killed, they're still in until the end, which is one of my favorite things about it. Like, if, if your hero gets killed, you still contribute every time around, and the stuff that you can do after you've been killed is actually really powerful and can often turn the tide. So, it's, Fnatic it's a really fun... Good for that. I'm sorry? Fnatic is really good for that. Uh, yeah, well, well, like, they, they all have... Uh, three different abilities on the back side of their card where after you're dead, you can choose to do one thing, and they're all, like, super powerful. Like, make somebody else use a power, which is a third of their turn that they just get to add on. Um, but it's it's a fantastic game. Uh, it's a little expensive to get in at the ground floor. Like, the whole set is, uh, at this point, probably almost, like, 200 bucks. Uh, but as little as 40 bucks gets you in with a bunch of champions and uh, a couple of villains and it's a wonderful game. Your friends probably already have it. Somebody you know, I'm sure, has it. Uh, and they will want to play it with you. Right <laughs> it's actually what the old laptop is set up on, is, is the two... I have, um... I got original printing of Sentinels, and then I have Rook City expansion underneath it, <laughs> holding up laptop, currently. <laughs> uh, I also really like burritos. Um... Burritos are the best. Burritos are pretty good. Uh, there's, uh, I, I like Chipotle, but there's also another place called Cadoba that has. I like Cadoba, than I like Chipotle. I, I, I must have like the worst Cadobas in the country here where I am because like I hear everyone really likes Cadoba, and then I'm like, the Cadobas here are literally worse than Taco Bell. Really? What? Ew. Wow. Like, it is so greasy and so terrible that I cannot even describe it. Wow, I'm I'm upset about that. Like, man, you should start a petition. Get good <laughs> petition for in, in DC. by Nate. <laughs> yeah, change.org. Go. <laughs> While you're there, you could sign the uh, "Don't Let Ben Affleck Be Batman" petition. Are you serious? They did that shit. There is one. I There's actually nerds. one submitted to White House. Dot the White House one too, but they took it down. Luckily. Nerds are the worst. Like sometimes. that's that's like when they when they petitioned for fucking a new Mass Effect ending. Fuck that shit. Ugh. 
I hate Because, you know, there's, there's not more important things out there that need to be fixed than uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. Right. Well, it's, I mean, it's not even that there's not more important things that need to be fixed. It's, that it's fucking ridiculous. It doesn't even need to be fixed, yeah. This is, <laughs> this is not how this works. Uh, also, I saw The World's End last night, and you definitely need to go see it. Um, okay, so I, I really, really, really want to see it. Of the Coronado trilogy, which one's the best one? Coronado? Coronado? Coronado. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I like all three of them. Uh, they're all really good. Um, basically, if you like anything that, that Simon Pegg or uh, Edgar Wright have ever done, you will love this movie. Um, it starts out a little slow, and I started to get like, what are we even watching? And then all of a sudden, it just like jumps into high gear. And th- this is something that, that uh, Edgar Wright movies tend to do, is they, they start out seeming fairly normal, and then just the... The ramp to insanity is like really steep all of a sudden, and it just gets like more and more and more like ridiculous and insane as it goes on. And it's it's oh, it Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Hot Fuzz gets so <laughs> weird at the end. Like it, it seems pretty normal for a while, and then it just goes apeshit crazy. <laughs> and, and the best possible way. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's the same same deal with the. Uh, with the world's end, you're, you're gonna really like it. Uh, I'm so you, excited. You should, you should, in fact, think about going to see it this afternoon. Just after this, put on pants, go to the movie theater. I don't uh, want to wear treat, pants. Though. Then you have to put on pants. Like this treat, is... treat yourself. Treat yourself <laughs> to, to an afternoon of pants. <laughs> Can't I put a skirt? It's not pants. I guess some some way of not appearing naked is all I'm saying. I'm just saying, wearing underpants doesn't mean that I'm naked. Um, I, I'm not sure I follow you. I, I, got, I got lost when you said underpants. So that's, I was like, wait, what? Underpants? But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what I'm into. Burritos, uh, cooperative card games, and awesome movies. See, like, The World's End does not require you to just not think about it. You can think about it, and it's still great. <laughs> that's what I, that's all I want in a movie. I want to walk away from it and think about it a little, and be like, oh, yeah, wow, that was good, and not, uh, wait, Superman did what? Ah, no, that's not right. All right. Um, so go see The World's End. Uh, a lot. Uh, maybe see it twice. Maybe, maybe see it three times. Uh, what am I into this week? Um, I started. Uh, well, I can't say I started. I'm still playing Borderlands 2. I've started leveling up other people while leveling myself because uh, they want to get leveled, and I have a higher level Siren right now that I think she's level 48. And you can cap out at 61, and then they're expanding it even further so that I'm working towards that. Um, on top of that, I finished reading Nosferatu by Joe Hill this week. Holy shit! Read this book. It's so goddamn good. Um, 700 pages of pure awesome. Wait, is this uh, a book or a comic? It is a book. Oh, okay. And it's spelled out like a license plate. So it's N0S4A2. 
Um, Clever. Yeah, it's it's super super good. Uh, Joe Hill is Stephen King's son, but don't hold that against him. He writes better. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Stephen King's a genius, but the problem that I have with Stephen King is he doesn't know how to write an ending, whereas Joe Hill can write an ending. Also, um, he hasn't had an editor that can control him over 30 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Also has that issue. Uh, Joe Hill also writes my favorite comic series, uh, Lock and Key. Also amazing. Also coming to an end soon. Tear. Um, what else have I been doing? Uh, other than that, I've been puppy caring. Uh, he is getting bigger and realizing that he can jump on things now. So, uh, and he's figured out how to open doors. So basically what I'm saying is that my dog has jumped into the shower with me more times than I care to admit. And it's really kind of getting annoying because I don't have a lock on my bathroom door that works. (laughs) (laughs) Your dog jumps into the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Why would he think that's a good idea? There's water in there. <laughs> he likes water. He's worse than... Okay, so you know how cats, you know, sometimes stand over sink and they play with water? My dog is worse than that. <laughs> like, if I'm using the hose to just to just try and fill the kiddie pool for him... So that he can sit in some place cool and, you know, whatever. He decides that the hose is his best friend and has now succeeded in chewing through the hose. Because he just wants to play with the water all the time. He's like, and he gets really mad that birds won't play with him. I'm going to chew into it. Yes. And he gets sad that birds will not be his friend. He really wants to just play with a bird. And <laughs> he gets the saddest every time they fly away. <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically I'm a puppy mom, because I refuse to have kids, so this is the closest thing that I suppose I will have to a kid. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Go read Nosferatu. Seriously, it is, it's just amazing. Um, if you like, especially if you, if you read Joe Hill's work, another one of his books, uh, Heart Shaped Box is also fantastic, and I also picked up Horns, which is being made into a movie. So I don't know how to feel about that yet, but I'm going to read Horns, and then I'll probably see the movie and hate it, because that generally is how that goes. Yeah, am I missing anything for this week? Uh, Burritos. It needs more burritos. I can't actually eat burritos, because they're made with flour. So I have to eat tacos and pretend that they're burritos. Wow, that's tragic. Isn't it? It's not the same. I miss burritos. And on that note, we're going to close the show. Um, Okay, in the chat room, Mike has said that he's jealous of my dog. That's a little creepy, Mike. Not going to (laughs) lie. Nothing quite beats the dude who's like, is it okay if I masturbate to you? Yeah, that's true. That 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 guy wins. Uh, All right, let's let's close the show on a on a creepy note then. Uh, thanks for tuning in to All Things Good and Nerdy. Sorry about the whole uh, changing up of the of the uh, links on you. Apparently Podbean does not like us very much. But you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, and every other radio channel that you can think of. Um, 
We are a show about dick butts, bacon, and being pantsless. We don't actually judge against any of these things. Uh, if you'd like to guest host on there, give me or Chris a shout or Adahay, but Adahay, I don't know. Adahay, do you do any coordination of the of the guest hosting? Uh, I tried to get a guest host a couple times, but they always back out on me because I'm scary and mean. You are scary and mean. Um, you can contact any of us if you are interested in guest hosting. We're always looking for new friends on the show. Uh, if You can hit us up on Twitter at ATGN Podcast. We are on Facebook under All Things Good and Nerdy. And you can also call us on our Google hotline at 304-806-ATGN. If you decide that you want to call us, we will play you on the air unless you say otherwise. And then we'll just make a really shitty transcript of what you are saying. Um... <laughs> You make it sound so enticing. <laughs> I well, what I shitty transcript. Well, when you so, said on the air, I was like, I don't know, but then shitty transcript, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we W the way YouTube dubs our transcripts, which is really bad. If you ever want to see something hysterical, watch us with subtitles on oh, YouTube. Post captioning, yep. <laughs> pretty much the it's, best. It's pretty much the best or worst thing you could ever read, ever. <laughs> uh, we are live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. It's way too fucking early. I'm usually ha- more asleep than this, but I didn't actually have to work at the comedy club last night, so I'm a little more rested tonight. And, uh, yeah, if you decide that you want to game with us or want to just pay attention to us, you can find us all on the Twitters. And uh, thank you to uh, Nate and Jim for coming in. Filling in for Chris, who I have dethroned. Please feel free to come back anytime. And, uh, yeah, come chat with us in the chat room at some point. Have a good night, everybody. Or a good day, or a good weekend, or, you know, see you all next week. Bye! Bye! Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. If you want to know the up-to-the-minute happenings of the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. The show can be found on Twitter at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook.com slash AllThingsGoodAndNerdy. If you have any comments or feedback, you can leave them either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can hit us up at our voicemail number. Just call 304-806-ATGN and we'll get your message and we'll try and put it on the next show. Don't forget, the show streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We post the link on Twitter and on Facebook so you can watch us and chat with us while we discuss the happenings of the week. If you can't catch the show live on YouTube, feel free to check us out on the audio version. You can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Just search for All Things Good and Nerdy and download the show. But if you don't want to use any of those services, just go to atgnpodcast.com and you can download the podcast directly from our website. That wraps up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.